The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for this week's WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter and KP. No Jacob this evening. So look at me. I'm the producer now. Good to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it's not me and Greg, because that would just be a that would be a nightmare for you, for Jacob, for the listeners, for everyone. So I think I, I, you'll, you'll be able to keep me in line better than me and Greg keep each other in line. He left us with $20 for pizza money and said, have at it. Don't burn the house down. So that's the, uh, that's the goal for this evening. Hey, off the top, we're going to talk about Memphis. I, I, I have a question for you and I want to hear, I just want you to like, I don't even want you to think about it. I just want you to react. Okay. okay? Yes. So like within two seconds, sure. Who, who is. Yeah, this is not a, this is not a trivia question. It's a prediction. Okay, who is this year's PJ Tour Player of the Year? Rom. Wow, one win, Rom. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's just there's 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 the one win, but there's the win that got away. Uh, Memorial, which which voters will give him credit for, and I just think that the way that this is decided, it's Rom. Who do you think it is? Uh, more Cala. I, I, and mm. that, I mean, that's, that's my, I kind of thought about it a little bit, but that's like, my, I was trying to do like a gut reaction type thing. Um, it's probably more Cal, <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. Like I, I think, and, and that's a little bit my point. Cause I, I kind of want this to lead into the Harris English talk. Like if Harris English wins this week, I think he's, I think he goes into the playoff with a legitimate chance to win the pga tour player of the year he'd have three victories he would have won the tournament of champions he would have won the travelers and he would have won a wgc which would be his biggest victory so he could he could tout a pretty strong resume yeah so we can we can use that as kind of a jumping off point but i i I was just that was kind of what i was thinking about as i watched you know the the first round conclude at uh, tpc Southland. Eight under 62 for Mr. Harris English. He goes out in 28, absolutely scorching, makes bogeys on 10 and 12 before getting both of those back, plus another birdie on 18. And uh, KP, this is this is kind of what Harris English does. I actually kind of made the argument that last year, uh, what without a victory, he was kind of des- he was kind of owed a couple of these, and he got one done at the Tournament of Champions, an event that he uh, should not have qualified for, and then he gets it done at Travelers, and here he is again, Lurk. I mean, he's been really, really good for essentially two full seasons. 
Yeah, he has. And, you know, he hit the ball really well, obviously on, I mean, 62 with two bogeys is kind of a flex, right? Like yep. if you're, if you make multiple bogeys and shoot a 62, that was like, that was an unbelievable day. There's, a, there's a lot of different things at play for him here. It's, it's, you know, moving into, what is he ranked right now? Like 13 or 12, 14, something like that for the official world golf rankings or the yeah. FedEx cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> OWGR. <laughs> well, we're at that so time there, of year. I thought maybe you were going for. No, yeah. that's true. So there's OWGR top ten. That's a that's a big deal. There is Ryder Cup implications, which there's that with multiple guys on this board, which we can talk about. I mean, if if English wins, he's probably already going to be on the Ryder Cup team. If he wins this week, that's a that's a lock. Like that will happen. And then the the player, the PGA Tour Player of the Year stuff, and. I mean, there, there's just there's a lot at stake for him this week. It's a it's a really big week, and he and he played like it. And when he, I mean, he, I don't know if he finished first in putting or somewhere around there. He gained three point two. Next closest was Scotty Scotty Scheffler yeah. at three point one. So that's uh, when Harris English is gaining three strokes on his putting. That's a that's a problem. That's problematic. Well, what would also solidify uh, potentially any campaign to be the PGA Tour Player of the Year is if he did win this week, not only would it be a great win, but he would, I believe, jump to first in the FedEx Cup standings. And whether he st- uh, finishes there or not, if he's in the top three going to Eastlake and gives himself a crack at winning the FedEx Cup because he's, I mean, the starting strokes are a huge deal when you're talking about the FedEx Cup. Uh, I mean, he could he could parlay this into something even bigger. Well, that and that's a good point. That's the other sort of tentacle here is, you know, the 15 mil to Rory or JT or DJ is it's, you know, it's meaningful. It's $15 million. But to Harris English, that's I mean, that's life changing. He's probably earned more than that in his career. I'm sure he has. But to basically double your career earnings in a year, that's that's pretty crazy. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah, 20, 21 million in his career. But if you remove this year where he's already earned five and a half, he would be at 16. So yeah, he would essentially double what he entered. No, he'd make he'd make more this year if he won the FedEx Cup than he did in every other year of his career combined. Yeah, and I think one thing we do that's bad as it relates to we kind of roll our eyes at like, oh, Rory's got another 15 mil or whatever. <laughs> and that's like deservedly so. Like that's sort of, you know, like that's worthy of kind of just like, oh, you know, I'm glad these Brooks Kepka made a ton more money. But I think we, because we're so focused on the stars, we forget about Jim Herman going into the playoffs and potentially earning $8 million or whatever, you know, 5 million. That's like a, that's monumental. Like that's a really, really life-changing deal. And not, we're not, we talk about life-changing stuff for guys on the Corn Ferry Tour or the European tour or the challenge, you know, whatever. But we don't often talk about it for the second, third, fourth tier guys on the PGA tour. And that's what the FedEx cup provides. And I think that, I don't know, maybe we miss on that. We don't maybe talk about that aspect of the FedEx cup enough. Well, let's talk about the Herminator. He's two shots back. He's in the chase group where there's currently four golfers tied for second behind Harris English. And KP, I'm, I'm trying to illustrate in a way that I know best um, kind of how ridiculous Jim Herman has been recently. So let me put this into perspective for you a little bit. He is the absolute minimum price 
on DraftKings, six thousand dollars. It's the lowest the DraftKings will ever assign a price to anyone. Um, I went back in my database and I was like, okay, what's the cheapest anybody has ever been when they've won a golf tournament? And the cheap, the two, the two instances I could find, the golfer was was sixty one hundred dollars both times. Both of them were Jim Herman's victories. So it, the 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 idea that he is. Um, always like you know 500 to 1 or whatever it is always kind of popping up from the the bottom of the pack to contend or potentially win it's kind of crazy so you're saying if if a golfer has ever won a tournament yes okay sorry i, I thought you meant like right in the aftermath of having won a tournament but you mean if no. if if he's ever won one yes. um well it is crazy i and i think like it's crazy, but it's not unwarranted. Herman has no top tens this year. Right. Uh, he's 131st, I think, in the FedEx Cup. I mean, he's he's playing to get into the playoffs, which is very unusual for a WGC event at this time of year. Most of the guys in the field, the vast majority, they're already in, right? I mean, they're they're like yeah, way in, not even way close. In. And he he and that's why like this week is interesting for him because he did like a win would be great, but if he finishes in the top 10, that's a really big deal. Yeah. The if, top if, 20 this even. if of course, and if this tournament ended right now in a four and he'd be in a four way tie for second, he still would not get into the FedEx cup playoffs. He'd be 135th. He'd have some work to do. So, Wait, it, Oh, Oh, so he, uh, my bad. They were, so golf channel was showing where, their new ranking well I, I was thinking it was their ranking coming into the week but it was their ranking based on round one gotcha yeah. okay yeah. Where, was, where was he coming into the week like 160 170 oh my gosh yeah 170 which might have been um let's see here it might be the worst yeah it, it's it's the worst of any member so Zalatoris doesn't count for this because he doesn't get member points so 170 <laughs> is the worst of anybody entering this week did you see what uh, – I don't know if you read Herman's transcript, but he talked about how he has this theory. Actually, let me read it because it's it's <laughs> actually very funny. So he has a theory about his putter. Did you see this? No, I did so not. So <laughs> he, he said uh, – he said, my theory uh, – I've got this theory that I have to use a different putting stroke for my wins. <laughs> so I won last year with cross-handed, and I've used that up. So I'm on to a little bit of the anchoring method. I, hopefully he don't, doesn't mean don't say that anchoring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this summer, maybe the last four, uh, maybe the last three starts, it's been a little bit of the anchoring, and then I'll probably get rid of that here in the next year or two. So he has a theory that he can't, like he just keeps needing. He, he needs to keep introducing new uh, putting strokes, which is both hilarious and relatable. I think to me and you. Yeah, I, the fact that he that he believes that who was there was a golfer who every time he made a birdie he threw the ball out because he thought birdies only had one one or balls only had one birdie in them. That sounds like something Phil would do for like two months and then abandon it. Well, the the problem is if you play really well, you you have to like have a lot of balls in the bag. <laughs> yeah, Harris English went through like three sleeves today. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Um, the chase pack also includes a couple of big boppers here. Matthew Wolf, who um, you know, odds makers have a very difficult time figuring out what's going on with him right now, what the state of his game is. But he gained strokes across the board. That's one guy I want to talk about. And the other one we have to spend a little bit ox of oxygen on here is is Bryson DeChambeau, who tried to pull the old rope a dope before the week and said. 
idea. My expectations aren't very good. I lost some weight. I've lost some club head speed. Uh, goes out there and shoots an opening round uh, 500 part. Yeah, first on Wolf, I got a quote from him. I think the most important thing for me is my attitude. He's obviously had a just a weird year. I mean, I've got a trivia question for you on him in just a second. But he said, that, I think the most important thing for me is my attitude. I think it's easy to have a good attitude when you start off well. But I made a pretty bad bogey from the middle of the fairway on seven. And after that, I just felt like I kept my composure. And for me, that's what I've been working on the most is just staying in the present and not getting too down on myself. And I think that... I think that encapsulates his year really well. Obviously, the talent is the talent, and it it doesn't just disappear in a year. You know, you might be going through some swing struggles, but I think for him, it's just it's so much mental. Do you know, um, real quick on so Colin Morikawa leads the world in OWGR points gained this year. He's gained three hundred and eight OWGR points. John okay. Rahm second with two forty eight. Spieth is actually third with 244. How many OWGR points do you think Matthew Wolf has gained this year? So Spieth's at 244? Yeah, Morkawa 308, Rom 248, Spieth Not. 244, Ustase in 205. Um, so tw- and they do years by like 2021 calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be many. So his US Open, I think he ended up finishing 14th or 15th or something like that. Uh, I would guess. 22 16 nobody in the top 100 right now has gained fewer adam long has gained 17 then you go andy sullivan of 25 takumi kanaya with 29 so it's just been you know there are probably guys that started the year in the top 100 that have gained fewer but nobody currently in the top 100 has has gained fewer owgr points than matthew wolf yeah he hasn't played a lot and when he when he has he hasn't played well which is not a good combination for for owgr (laughs) points um bryson dechambeau um tested positive for COVID before the olympics he said he was i forget the quote tired he lost thinks he lost between five or eight to ten pounds he thinks he lost some club head speed didn't look like it on thursday seemed to play pretty good the driver i mean he lost strokes on he lost strokes driving on two of 14 holes so he gained strokes on the other 12 and you know there's only two guys in the field over i think 1.3 strokes gain off the tee and he he gained like 2.2 or 2.1 something like that so he was just i mean and that's 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 the whole point of this right is like if you do that off the tee you can be pretty just okay or a little bit above average everywhere else and shoot a 65. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, we can, we don't need to get into strokes gain stuff right here. And it, and I realize that people get frustrated by it, don't understand it, whatever. But the point is like, if he's that good off the tee and he can be that consistently good, that everything else just has to be okay. And he'll score. Sergio Garcia is on pace to gain eight strokes off the tee and lose 10 with the putter. I mean, just, you know, shame on me for, for putting him as my top 10 this week. I, I, you'd, you'd think you'd learn after 21 years of it. Real quick on Jordan Spieth, because it was a disaster front nine. Uh, I mean, the driver, which has been good for him in the last couple of months, was horrendous. He didn't hit many good shots. I think he went out in three over i don't have his i'm pulling it up right now goes out in yeah 38 uh salvages uh his his round with a back nine 33 he's one over so look looked a lot better on his on his second nine. yeah the you know the surprising part there is the approach play is the iron play it's been so good i mean i i don't have his 
you know, strokes gained by round in front of me right now. But you're going to see a lot of pluses in his iron play over the last five months. Like you're not going to see very many negative rounds at all. And he was like a minus two on Thursday. So that's I don't know if it's concerning, but it's definitely kind of shocking. I, I didn't I didn't see that coming from him, especially on a course like this where I mean, iron play is is paramount. You, I think you outlined that in uh, your Rick Run Good newsletter, right? The the uh, yes. guys that are the best players on t- on tiny greens, tiny greens. And I think I think Spieth was on that list, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't have that list in front of me. He probably is. I do have his round by round strokes gained in front of me, and a quick count. He's basically gained on approach in like thirty two of his last forty. He's been yeah. he's been very much dialed in. So I think if you see it like two or three rounds this week, then that's concerning. But if it's just a one-off, then, you know, whatever. It happens. One-off. Whatever. What happens? Uh, We got to do Caesar Sportsbook real quick. We're going to take a quick break here. A word from our partners. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. And we're back. KP, Harris English is your favorite. Five to one. Bryson DeChambeau, seven to one. Daniel Berger, 11 to one. Uh, Colin Morikawa is 14. Any of these numbers enticing to you? Uh, what is Morikawa at? Three under? Yes. Uh, he rolled in a long one on, on his final hole today. Yeah, I did. I saw that. Uh, what's JT? Two? One? Three. Three under. Uh, JT and Morikawa, both three under. I think JT... So I think the ones that are intriguing are JT at 16. Ustazen at 20. He's three under. I think Carlos Ortiz at 22 is kind of intriguing, although he was, I think he was like the best putter in the field. So, no, he was like the best iron player in the field. Carlos Ortiz gained three over three strokes on approach. Only Max Homo was better and he gained a half a stroke on the putting surfaces. So, that's a that's a that's a pretty good profile. Yeah. So, that so those three guys, JT, Ustazen, and Carlos Ortiz. JT 16 to 1, Ustazen 20 to 1, Carlos Ortiz 22 to 1. Thanks to our friends over at Caesars Sportsbook. They've rebranded. Uh, okay, KP, much appreciated, brother. Uh, we will get back after it after each round of the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational, but for now, that'll do it. Follow Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at Rick Run Good. I almost forgot that I have to hit the outro. We This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>